Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Don't talk to me about heroes, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Chelsea beat Norwich despite the turmoil, and Rangers won again in Europe. It's Friday, 11th of March. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Brassel. And I'm Vidushin Hunter Raja. Welcome, everybody. It's Friday, Andy Brassel. Come on, have you got that Friday feeling? I have. It's good to know as well. You were listening to our Black Grape chat recently. (laughs) But a BG for everybody. Vish, what's your excuse? Excuse for what? I'm I'm asking the questions here, pal. Um, I don't know. It is Friday, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Friday. Why is that? I don't know. There's something about it. There was too much football last night that wasn't European And that's football. what it is. That is what it is. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think yesterday was so good that everyone thought, ah, oh, that that's Friday. But no, everybody, it's a bonus Friday today. It sort of popped up. Here we are. We're ready to talk about the weekend's action. It's a too crunchy week, is what you're saying. Ooh, if you like, if yeah. you like. Gentlemen, though, it was football last night. And of course, we have to go straight to Norwich 1, Chelsea 3. Um, uh, Chelsea got a win, uh, despite all the uncertainty around the club's future. Uh, I mean, it, we, we, we could mention the game. We could talk about the lovely goals from Mount and, and Havertz. And it is a worthwhile win. But of course, it's all sort of pales into insignificance, Andy, when we think about what's going on at uh, at the club. Because yesterday, we, we obviously, it was breaking news when we went in the studio, mm-hmm. talked about it. I'm sure all our good listeners, as well as ourselves, as, as we've been going through all the the, the, the the findings and the investigations and blah bloody blah about all this. Um, it seems that, you know, this is really happening and uh, it's still quite a lot of turmoil and a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, it is. Um, there's a, a lot going on. And clearly, there are more important things happening in the world than what's happening with Chelsea at well, the moment. Which has caused this. I think, yeah, I think we're all aware of that. Um, on the other hand, um, clearly, I think everyone's more or less in the picture of what this means for Chelsea in the short to medium term. Mm. Um, that they they can carry on, but they're subject to these various restrictions, which on the whole like shouldn't really affect the players so much. I, I mean... Of course, they're playing, you know, the weakest team in the division last night. So, you know, sort of 
European champions beat much weaker team is world is, champions. Is, is not yeah is is not really a a, a story at, at any any point of the season I, I I suppose, but I think what's worth remembering is before Abramovich there was a Chelsea club football club mm-hmm. and there will be a Chelsea football club afterwards. Now I think everyone's already had their say on you know how Chelsea fans should feel about this. Um, what Chelsea fans should should publicly say about this. I think we all know what's reasonable and what's unreasonable. But um, I think there needs to be an understanding of Chelsea fans are getting to grips with a new reality where their club needs to be protected. I'm not talking about them winning 21 trophies in the next 15 years or whatever. I'm talking about Chelsea continuing mm-hmm. to exist. Yeah. And I I think that's important. Yeah. Vish, you, you haven't had uh, your say on this. Um, and we've all been waiting to hear it. Uh, but, <laughs> no, but, it, but it, you know, as we spoke yesterday, now here we are today. It's... It's sort of beginning. There are bits and pieces that are sort of unraveling this. I mean, obviously, the club shirt sponsor three had requested, requ- requested, sorry, to temporarily suspend its deal with the club, and that will include the removal of its branding from their shirts. Uh, you know, th- th- after yesterday's news of sanctions against Abramovich, Chelsea issued a statement saying they're seeking for a license granted to them by the government to be amended so the club can operate as normal. You hear other sponsors of theirs thinking, "Oh, we're watching the situation." Blah, 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 blah. What do you make of all this? What are your immediate thoughts? Um, yeah, what an opening question. What do you think? Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to, I thought to myself, let's give him a blank canvas and see how he gets on because it's such a, a, a crazy and regrettable, ultimately. Yeah. The roots of this, whatever you may think, the roots of all this are very regrettable. Well, my understanding of the, uh, I suppose, of the sanctions as they are right now is that. They are subject to change. Mm-hmm. So, for example, one of the licenses that they're they're now pushing for is this, you know, to be able to sell yeah. Chelsea Football Club, and they would need to. I think the exact wording is that they'd need to work out that it was that Abramovich wouldn't be getting money, but it wouldn't be within his interest. And I think Adam Crafton floated this yesterday. Of, is good PR in Abramovich's interest? Is mm-hmm. is that how could you could you regard that? Could that be something that? Um, contravenes that particular ruling, that particular mm. line in, in whatever it is they're looking at. But I, I think the one thing that I I suppose I'm feeling rather than thinking is the fact that because this is all unprecedented mm. and because these measures are coming in place, you, we said a couple of weeks ago that you, it almost feels a little unfair on football fans to expect them to be geopolitical experts or for them to carry the can for their owners. But once these people are confirmed to you, and I think a lot of people mm. saw Abramovich for what he was, and a lot of them mm-hmm. saw him for what they wanted him to be. Yep. And after something something like that drops yesterday from the Treasury, mm-hmm. you should probably not chant his name. <laughs> well, I agree with yeah. that. To just to jump in, yeah, support your team. Yeah, totally get that. Celebrate the goals. I mean, look when Pete was speaking about Newcastle's takeover. He was very frank and very uh, um, unequivocal yeah, in his opinions, and still is, by the way. But of course, when Saturday comes around, he's still supporting the team, and this is why football is such a, you know, because of so many emotions and, and so many passions, and, and 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 this is why often these people get involved in football. It's to use all that. Yeah, um, you, I don't blame any Chelsea fan at all for still wearing the kit and still supporting the club. But as you say, Vish, chanting the guy's name is like, come on. I know, and it's the kind of you know you you just said it there. The reason this whole operation has worked, the reason so many other people with things that they want to and is working, yeah, and is still mm-hmm. working, yeah, evidently, mm-hmm. yeah, um, is because that they people realise that they can buy into that kind of loyalty, they can buy into that kind of tribalism, it's not and like they can any exploit other business. it, yeah, it's exactly. Mm-hmm. And the thing, you know, the. I only, I had one thing that I I don't necessarily disagree with you, Andy, but I I certainly have different thoughts about is when you said, you know, you, you were right. Chelsea were there before Abramovich, and Chelsea, but then you said, you know, Chelsea will be there after Abramovich. Mm. 
I don't. Well, I mean, that, that's not given at the moment. No, because no. because he has basically wired him into into that club so mm-hmm. intrinsically and so you know almost under the floorboards because he's had to do it. In, yeah, um, maybe, maybe should be there after Abramovich. Well, hopefully, is, is, yeah, is, is 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 the better and way I, of, of putting that. And I, I think what this is is a reminder that never deify a club's owner. Totally, really, totally. Uh, and you know, yeah, I've I've been on a train with Wimbledon fans before where there were some Wimbledon fans uh, chanting um, in, in favour of Charles Koppel who was the bloke who eventually oversaw the move to Milton Keynes. Mm. You know, you've got to be, I think you've got as a, as a supporter, you have to be a critic as well. Totally. I, I think that's, that's, yeah. that's really important. But it's so, the, the, it's so the, the, hard to do that though when there's so many other bad owners around. So like Abramovich, no, know, that's the wrong way to think of it. I, no, no, I, but, I but, but no, but I, I, th- I think that's why that's why fans are now in this position because, I mean, look at Newcastle with Mike Ashley mm. and the way they celebrated these new owners. Uh, well, I understand the celebrating getting rid of him. Yeah, I know, but, but, but celebrating but think, the new owners. No, but but that's what I mean. It kind of becomes one yeah. of the same, doesn't yeah, it? it does, because yeah. there are so many bad owners. And out also, there. some of these. Chelsea... Sorry, uh, sorry. I, 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 let me rephrase that. Okay. Not, I don't mean. Morally bad owners. I just mean people who are bad at running football clubs. Yeah, no, yes, and, yes. And also Abramovich. Yeah. In, in terms of running a football club, how many trophies have they won under him? They're currently European and world champions. You know, and that's again when the football, when the whistle goes, you support your team and you want them to win. And under his stewardship, they've won a lot of trophies. So I understand the fact that they are a bit like, oh, well, do we do we want this guy to go? But actually, when the facts come, but you're talking. I think you're talking about the concerns of global fans and that is the thing there's a global fan base to mm. the biggest clubs ar- around the world now. Yeah. but certainly as a match going fan if we boil it down to a club being the centre of its community you owe it to yourself whether you're Manchester City mm-hmm. Chelsea AFC Wimbledon Chesterfield whoever else to consistently question the owners of your club and consistently question the people who are running your club it's mm. important because it is your club. They are simply the custodians, and that is but super important. I, I totally can't emphasize no, no, I that totally enough. agree with you, Andy. And but 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 sadly, I think that a lot of people would think of that as quite an old-fashioned view. I don't think it is an old-fashioned. You view. say that, but um, you know, Rob McKenney and um, uh, what's his chops, Canadian handsome boy. Yes, uh, yeah, Ryan is it? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they said exactly that when they took over Wrexham. That like it's your. Cl- we're, we're just we're, we just have it but the for fact, now. We're just the custodians. But it, it depends. Yeah. But it depends on on uh, who owns the stadium, who this, that, and the other. Because the things that change are players, owners, managers, all the rest of it. The people that don't change are the fans, those who work. In, in in the cafe yeah. and the badge and and whatnot and the the reality is the the, the Premier League because of this uh, the the roots and what it is to mean to be a football club it it's just about safeguarded from becoming uh, a franchise like it is you know we mm. abhor in in NFL when was it the uh, Los Angeles Raiders up sticks and go like to the other end of the country or to whichever. Oakland to Las Vegas it, and all that yeah. it's just that, that's ridiculous and that's why you mentioned MK Dons you know that is a, a shocking example in this country and actually, but we're not that far away from it and Andy actually no you're right and actually that's what happens when you have a culture that doesn't question the owners mm, I, mm-hmm. I, I think now where a group of Chelsea fans have always played a blinder throughout the Abramovich era is the Chelsea pitch owners. Totally, yes. That is super important because that has stopped him being able to sell Stamford Bridge. Well, it's almost like the equivalent of of when you see uh, cities undergoing makeovers. And sometimes that can be good. Sometimes Mm. mm, you question it. Sometimes you think, thank goodness, that's a listed building and that's a listed building because Mm. you can't suddenly build a million and one flats for people with questionable money to come along and just buy them all up, if you see what I mean. And that that is why those things are important, but those things are are, are increasingly rarer. But going back to what Vish was saying, where it becomes super complicated is the fact that, and I guess this is, correct me if I'm wrong, the definition you were making between bad owners and people with bad intentions, the fact that... Why sports washing works, and I think on a top-line scale, it's easy to say, well, you know, if everyone wants their club to go out and buy cool players and win trophies yeah. and all, all that <clears throat> sort of stuff. <clears throat> but what's happened, if you look at, say, Manchester City, is not often acknowledged, I think, certainly mm-hmm. outside, outside Manchester City or outside people who are really interested in the club or supporters of the club or whatever, all the other stuff. All the thing that all the things that they've done 
in the area mm-hmm. around the city of Manchester now at Etihad Stadium. Mm-hmm. The fact that they've put money into the women's team, the fact that mm-hmm. they've built incredible new facilities to to train in, the fact that they've gone into schools and provided yeah. education mm-hmm. programs and stuff like that. This is all the stuff that makes sports washing effective. Well, totally. I mean, there are plenty of examples around of various leaders of countries and if I'm even going to go, you know, the likes of, uh, you know, certain drug lords and all the rest of it, what they do for, for cities and towns and yeah. and so on and so forth. I get the fact that somebody says, well, I know you're moaning about um, Erdogan in Turkey, for example, but without him, our our town wouldn't have streetlights. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so actually, you know, it's, it's I'm getting a little bit off off topic. If forgive me, but but, but but now, so you said that, but you're not, are you? Because well, yeah, well, this is that's, yeah. this is where we are. Yeah, the but, reason this has come about is because mm. Russia invaded Ukraine. Yeah, and we're on the cusp of European disaster on that front. Yeah. And that's what it's taken to have this conversation. Well, that, and you're right there, and, and this idea of oh, stop mixing politics and football. Well, the the person commentating on Sky Sports News or or wherever they do it, they're not the ones mixing politics and yeah. football, my old son. You know that everything is political if you want to boil it down. It is. But but it, it is inevitable that when you open the doors to all this sort of stuff, how many years have people been going on about the fit and proper persons test? Ah, well, we turn a black. We'll, we'll have the cash, thank you. We'll ask the questions later. And you're right enough, Vish. It takes essentially a war to start questioning these things. And people would say, with regards to the Saudi ownership, there's been a war going on well, there has. With, yes. with, with, with Yemen for, for, exactly. for years. And, I, and, and look, I understand it's, it's you know, due to the proximity of, of Ukraine, you know, that's always going to fill a few more headlines here and so on, whatever and, one and, and, and I think, you know, um, I, I don't say this lightly, I think it's also to do with the colour of the people being affected as well, primarily. Mm-hmm. You know, bear in mind, Amnesty International came to Newcastle with all those forms yep. and, you know, all that information, it was just passed over. I think, yeah, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but there are so many factors the, 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 into this. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But, but it, it, it seems ridiculous after saying that, but but bringing it back to Chelsea Football Club, you know, there are people who are obviously interested in, in, in wanting to, to, to buy them or, or acquire them or whatever the right word uh, would be. And there's an interesting situation with uh, some players who are out of contract in the summer, Andres Christensen and Antonio Rudiger, uh, Cesar uh they're out of contract, so, so they'll be off if, if the situation doesn't change. Or it, I mean, I kind of, I kind of think this is a bit of a red herring because mm. they were going anyway. No, sure, but I, but the fact is that that they'll be allowed to leave, and get get out, uh, as you say, they were they were wanting to anyway. Does it, does it work? Who, would it be worse for them because they were like? I was really hoping to leverage something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Shit. I did. I just get that ink on the Barcelona contract yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's incredible. I mean, it came out yesterday that the license also prohibits Chelsea from spending more than twenty thousand on an away game travel. They play Lille away next Wednesday. If only, that is really going to stretch the budget. If only there was a cheaper and more ecologically way friendly way of going to Lille than flying. Mm. You know. Taking the Eurostar. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Andy, have you tried booking Eurostar tickets a week before you need to I go I was somewhere? about to say, <laughs> Andy. fucking expensive. Yeah, you haven't done that before, have you? Yeah. Yeah, that's Andy's always in advance, you see. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm never going you... anywhere, mate. I was going to say, the Eurostar's cheap. I thought you were going to say a fleet of um, uh, electric scooters. That's yeah. how they were going to get the Italian there. job, yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, an updated wave, wave, version. Waving around your Eurostar black card. Oh, I, 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 I always come through here, yeah. Come a usual seat. Yeah, everybody out the way. Mr. Brassel's here. <laughs> straight through, straight through. Anyway, uh, they face Newcastle on Sunday, which, um, you know, heartwarming fixture, you could call it, as you know, the ownership derby. On I, had to, I had to double check that because I was like, surely this is too on the nose. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, goodness knows what people will be chanting at that game. We hope uh, it's uh, good, wholesome uh, stuff. There we are. Uh, we're, yeah. We'll see how that situation unfolds with Chelsea, but it will take a while, and it will. There'll be a lot of bumps on the way. Um, to paraphrase somebody, um, gentlemen, there was some European action last night. If we can turn our attention that to, uh, you know, albeit briefly after that, David Moyes uh, made his hotly anticipated return to Spain. Of course, <laughs> I didn't see him being offered any crisps, uh, but uh, we do know that his West Ham side lost one nil away in Sevilla. Um, I mean, Andy it was. 
on reflection, they had the chances, West Ham. They did, particularly in the first half. Yeah. Um, they, they, it, was, it was a very, very good away performance, I thought. They played well on the counter. Mm. Even in the second half, when Sevilla were by far the better side, West Ham managed to create a few chances as mm-hmm. well. I, I don't know. Just every time I see West Ham at the moment, I think, why didn't you buy a forward in January? I know that's easy to say. But Antonio's because, such a because, lovely guy. You want him up there. But to you, help you, him. you want him to have help. <laughs> yeah. You want him to not be exhausted. Who are you taking out from the midfielder, Andy? I well, mean, Rice is good, but he can't do it all. It's, it's difficult, I think, because they needed the depth. They haven't got it. Mm. Um, and maybe that makes the difference between being able to close a result there mm-hmm. and not. I, I think the difference is, of course, because because there are no away goals, we keep saying it, um, is the difference between this being a good result for Sevilla mm-hmm. and in the away goals era, it would have been an excellent result. I yeah. agree with you. For, for the, the tie is very much alive, Yeah, is, 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 is what we're saying, of course. And yeah, with, with the chances they made... Taking them back to that London stadium, Vish, eh? Ooh. The, the other thing we have to add, sorry, is the, the, the fact that Sevilla have got quite a lot of players to come back. Yes. Yeah, so presumably Rak- so Rakitic missed the... Well, got injured in the warm-up. Yeah, he did, and yeah. came in and, and obviously scored. What, yeah, but uh, because of Rakitic being... Yeah. What a finish, by the way. Yeah, it was a lovely finish, yeah. yeah um, but, but is Rakitic all right now? Is it Was it just like a... You know, he'll be fine for the weekend? Or? We, we don't know yet. Ooh. But the London stadium's a good one because... It feels like the last couple of months has been not discontent. That's far too strong because there's been proper discontent there before. Mm. But West Ham fans have been a bit worried that you know they might peter out that come the end of the season. And this is this feels like a real all or nothing kind of event next Thursday. Then where they're yeah. like, fuck it, bring them back to Wales. They've already cultivated a brilliant atmosphere at that ground. Mm-hmm. They've turned it really turned it into their own this season. Mm-hmm. And now this is when it this is when you punch that card. This is when you think right. This is. Yeah. Let's show them what we're made of. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Leicester City, good win for them, Andy. Beat Wren 2-0 at home. Now, that was a smart performance, yeah. I, I thought, because Wren were really good. Um, the, I, I mean, they're one of the... I think they're the best side to watch in France this season. And, and you could see a lot of that. Um, Not the side in, with Messi. In, in the game yesterday. No, no, no. They're the funniest side to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think, bearing in mind that Leicester have absences... The way they wrote it out mm. and the way they the, the way they sought the second goal but didn't recklessly chase it. Yeah. I mean, Ren, you'd be furious at letting in a second goal like yeah. that. Especially at that right, time. Right what were the they thinking? I have no idea. There wasn't enough players back for yeah. me. And with again, away goals rules being scrapped and so on. You you lose one nil away from home, it's not a disaster. Yeah, Bruno Genesio, the coach, talked of uh, schoolboy errors. Yeah. Uh, which I, I, I think is fair enough. Well, but no I, errors I think, for that All-Brighton goal, though. Cool. What a corker. What an effort that was. And yeah. again, Harvey Barnes at, 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 the part, at the heart of it. He's been so, so important for them in, oh, yeah. in, in recent weeks. And I think the way they plotted and planned it without playing brilliantly, I think you have to applaud it's Leicester impressive. because they're, they're facing one of the, the best sides left in the competition. All-Brighton's goal. Mm. Can I make a comparison? To Shearer against the Netherlands. Yes, you can. 86. You absolutely can. A little can. bit across, a little outside of the foot, top oh, bills. Look at you tickling Speller under the chin. <laughs> Buttering me up ahead of uh, the, the game later. Uh, well, that's a little insight. Uh, Vish, you were at uh, Ibrox, of course, when they uh, they drew to all with, uh, with Dortmund, but of course went through uh, quite handsomely in the end. A huge win for them. That Ibrox was, was rocking again. Beat uh, yeah. Red Star Belgrade three 0 What a win that is! That was seriously impressive. Although it was quite funny that um, Red Star scored quite a few goals. They scored three goals, <laughs> yeah. and they're all rightly ruled out. Yeah, and they also course. missed a penalty because McGregor made a great save. Yeah, yeah, he did. It feels like the um, because either side of that um, those, those Dortmund results, mm. Rangers drew in the league. I think they've not been good. Yeah, no, they haven't been. So they're almost like going all in on this, even though the SPL title's still still there mm. up for grabs um, from Angie's big boys. But <laughs> there is a there is that the thing I left when I left Ibrox. It felt like the they the Rangers fans of, of many different generations felt that they were back where they belong, hosting those kind of nights. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it. It felt like a novelty for me because it was my first time in Ibrox. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, sometimes you get that sense that it's not a novelty to everyone else around you. Yeah, that they're just like, right, we just we just want more of these. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not, you know, we're this is great. We're not going to take it for granted, but we want the next well, one. The, the Gerard spell has raised expectations. 
But Van Bronckers, they've played well against good sides yeah. in, in, in recent yeah. but years. But Van Bronckers has done all right coming in. By the way, it's the Scottish Premiership, not the SPL anymore. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't worry. Also, Save your tweets, everybody. I, I, <laughs> I, think, I think you can forgive that because I think we're all a bit dizzied from television coverage. When you see the Morelos second goal yeah. and the players come into the corner and celebrate it... And then the director cuts to that shot where it like flies backwards oh, across yeah. the they length love that, of they the, love that one at the main stand. They and did it, that at Dortmund. It's or... like it, you, you feel as if this is such a moment mm. for Scottish football that you have been blasted into orbit to enjoy it. But they were doing it's that amazing. In, in the Dortmund game as well. That, that, yeah. the, the stadium's obviously conducive. Other stadiums around the country should do that if you've got the facilities to do it. I would thoroughly recommend. Uh, but um, by the way, with that Alan McGregor penalty save, we should say that uh, here's a stat for you. He's the oldest player to ever save a Europa League penalty at 40. Something to stick on your CV? Certainly, certainly. Andy. Well, obviously, you won't need a CV at that age, will you? But... We don't really get too many old goalkeepers anymore, do we? That's not true. Yeah. We, I feel like we, there'd be loads before, like 43-year-olds. Brad Friedel must be playing somewhere. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, I'd yeah. like to uh, draw your attention to Red Star Belgrade's English Twitter account, who I believe follow the Football Ramble, bless them. Um, they, they, uh, they tweeted uh, in Glaswegian, uh, as, they, as they put it, tweeted at full time. Tonight, we've put the ball in Rangers net three times with neither goal counting. <laughs> neither. Uh, missed a penalty, conceded a penalty, hit the bar, missed chances, lost 3-0. That was a pish evening, but the tie isn't over. See you in Belgrade. <laughs> 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 Ominous. It's a, but it is a trick. I mean, if you think that Ibrox is a, is a proper cauldron of an atmosphere, you know, the American R, as it's nicknamed, in Road certainly will be as well. And well. They'll be there already, won't they, to uh, walk the length of that tunnel onto the pitch? Oh my goodness, yeah. But, uh, you know, Red Star will be disappointed, or Zvezda, as uh, as the hipsters say, Andy. The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Don't they? Yeah, as the locals say. Uh, they, they, they could have scored. They'll, they'll feel uh, hard done by it. It'll be a tall order for them. But I tell you what, though, Rangers, last couple of seasons under Gerrard, they reached the last, um, what were we in, last 16 of the Europa League. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many rounds. I forget it's the last 32. They've reached the last 16. They've gone out. Let's be honest. This was this is an all right tie. It's an all right draw for them, mm. especially what they did to Dortmund. Could get into that quarterfinal. You never know. Anyway, uh, it's time for a quick break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's more to Irish history than St. Patrick. And Shane Todd and Hazel Hayes are here to tell you all about it on We're Not Fucking Historians, the Irish history podcast with a few facts and plenty of crack, like the legendary Irish warrior Cúchulainn. Some sources say he killed the dog by driving a hurling stone down its throat. Now, he's six. Hazel, <laughs> did someone say the naughty step? <laughs> Jesus, someone, someone went to bed without <laughs> supper, didn't they? Someone <laughs> called Super Nanny because he's at it again. Or Ned Kelly, Australia's infamous Irish-born bush ranger. Punishment was imprisonment with or without hard labour. 
I'd, I'd prefer without. If possible. <laughs> yeah. If it's going. Do you, have, do you have any without hard labour? Yeah. Can I have the without labour substitute, please? Can, can, I I get, can I get the hard labour on the side? Can I get almond um, <laughs> instead of hard labour, please? Search We're Not Historians. That's We're Not Historians in your favourite podcast app for weekly episodes every Tuesday. Let's see what these people have said about it. Amazing. The times. <laughs> Whoa. New York Times. A lot of times. <laughs> Great Hazel herself. We're not fucking historians is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. English media uh, typewriters ready, please. He's going to talk about Harry Maguire now. Hoe vond je hem de laatste tijd? Hij pakt rood tegen Watford. He's uh, really shit. <laughs> I thought that was taken off the. How dare you? <laughs> Might be saying that when the international break comes around. Welcome back to the Football Rabble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway, everybody. How dare you? How bloody dare you? He's not wrong, is he? He but... is wrong when it comes to England. It's time for emails. Thank you for your shitty Ooh, song. Oh, like that. It's, it's, it's spring is here, I think, and that just felt right. That, that it's jingle. not very springy, though, is it? That feels early summer. Yeah, isn't? I mean, that's what spring is, really. No, not with that attitude. It's not. Up yours and read the email. <laughs> Editor of the Crawley Observer, Mark Dunford, reached out to us with this story. In a game between Corinthian Casuals and Bognor Regis Town this week, defender and Casuals captain Jack Strange was sent off for going for a quick piss. <laughs> Where did he go? He dashed off the pitch ah. for the loo with five minutes to go. With five minutes to go! <laughs> I mean, that's why he was sent off, really, wasn't it? He returned two minutes later, but refused to comply with the linesman's instructions to wait on the touchline until he could alert the ref. The ref brandished the yellow... Which when, sorry, when he realised Strange's offence and upgraded it to a red when he realised he'd already booked him. Oh, uh, so he it was just a booking then? Yeah, right. Which is well, fair like, enough. The, the, the idea that this is somehow a des- undeserved red card. Yeah, that's his I'm, fault. I'm not having that. Also, if you're not a two-year-old or a pensioner, just hold it. Or, Andy, just, just go down and pretend you're tying your boots and then uh, pop your penis out the side of your shorts <laughs> and have a piss on the bitch. They have a word for that in Australia. They call it a footy piss. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> they have a word for it in South London, don't they, Andy? Banter. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of non-league, by the way... Why have you said penis on a Friday? It's just well, it's a Friday. <laughs> don't even think that you're coming into South London and exposing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Not Just again. Don't even think about it. <laughs> oh, South been, London. You, get a load of this. <laughs> you've already been banned from four London boroughs. <laughs> I <laughs> tell you what, I never went there anyway. That was a precautionary ban, and and I'll show them. And he was tying his shoelace. Uh, I live in South West London, Andy. So so up yours as well. Uh, speaking <laughs> of uh, non-league, by the way, a world record: fifty-four penalties were needed to decide a Northern League game, cup, uh, league cup match on on on, on Wednesday night. Uh, incredible. The game had ended three all after 90 minutes, but then Washington beat Bedlington 25 24 on penalties. There were more penalties than people watching. <laughs> <laughs> An unofficial stat uh, 40 spectators, but it beats the previous Guinness World Record of 48, which is incredible. Which I think was the Europa League final between Manchester United and Villarreal. <laughs> um, is it more about that, Vish? 25 24. I, I mean, presumably the, the keepers took twice. Yeah, so what they so they um so fifty four penalties, uh, forty nine. So they missed five penalties. Imagine if you missed twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it would be so annoying. Wouldn't but it? like, you just if you're a goalkeeper and you and you slot your penalty away, you think, oh, thank goodness for that. Oh no, he's coming back round again. <laughs> but, but again, presumably they scored. Do you remember? Uh, it depends. Well, it depends. Do you remember that under? Under 21, England Netherlands game. That was where a long Joe one. Hart mm. hit, um, yep. scored the penalty. Stephen Taylor tried to get out of taking penalty because he was injured and hit it into the top corner. Wasn't that like that was like 13 12, I think, or something? Yeah, that, that was, but, it, but that was, there were a few missed penalties in that, and that went on so long that it mm. became a bit of a joke. You could tell, you know, the, 
the teams had broken up from the you know line with everyone in you know shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, like getting uncomfortable. Yeah, cuddling two players for this long. And like a couple of people were sat down. It was like the end, like the Sunday of a festival. By the end of it. <laughs> yeah, it was almost. A, it was a. Bit, it was a bit like I just. I don't. We don't care who goes through. Yeah, <laughs> the Netherlands had a good team. I think like Royston, Trenta, um, uh, uh, Ryan Barbel. Mm. Well, they went on to win that tournament. I think there was team a, full of rap legends. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There was a, a, a there was a mammoth penalty shootout between uh, Rio Ave and AC Milan in yeah. uh, I assume the Europa League. Uh, Milan yeah, it was it was a qualifier, wasn't it? It only it finished, last season. Yeah, it finished nine eight, but there was there was quite a few missed. Mm. So uh, that was a good one as well for fans of long penalty shootouts. Um, so uh, so yeah, we've got confirmation that both keepers did score twice. Wow, which is very impressive. Actually, <laughs> uh, maybe took a book out, uh, took a leaf out of Kevin Pressman's book. If you remember the finest penalty that's ever been yes, taken, yes. although he was on the losing side that night in that penalty shootout. I think Queven Kelleher has to take that crown now. No, I, I think he does. No, Pressman's was better. Pressman's... No, Pressman's was a goal kick. Kelleher was a uh, no, bit of misdirection. No, it went in. Pressman knew exactly yeah, what he was, was doing. Go- yeah, he took it like a goal kick. Yeah, what was wrong with that? It was nothing, big... nothing wrong with it. Just I think Kelleher's was better. Okay, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> shout out footballramble.com if you want to tweet, uh, if you want to email in or tweet us at, at footballramble to tell Vish that he's wrong. Right, uh, last night, of course, we mentioned uh, uh, Chelsea beating Norris. There was more Premier League action. Leeds were beaten 3-0 at home to Aston Villa. Quite a damning result, that, on uh, Leeds United. Vish, do you worry about uh, Jesse? But the thing is, the, th- the sad thing for Leeds is, like if it doesn't improve and they just it, it, and it whimpers on, so many of them are saying, "Why on earth did we not just keep Bielsa?" Well, they were singing his name when they left last night. Yeah, but it's it's only going one way with Bielsa. That doesn't make any sense. Andy, you know as well as I do, none of this makes any sense. It's football. <laughs> um, but... the, the, so the thing I so I watched this game yesterday, and the thing I the thing I observed was that like Leeds tried to play out the back with a bit with a bit more. Uh, patience okay. more patience okay. but because they lacked a bit of confidence mm. they just kept getting picked off by yeah. Aston Villa in that, in that first half there was a stage where it must have lasted about 20 minutes mm. but Leeds couldn't get out of their half despite yeah. the fact they'd often have the ball but would just misplace it and Aston Villa were, weren't pressing like, too much you know there were a few times even when Melia was just giving the ball straight to Ollie Watkins it was absurd really it did make me wonder though if Kind of like how much success Marsh is going to get between now and the end of the season if his goal should just be to keep them in the Premier League. Because no doubt, he obviously, as a holistic manager, as Andy once described him, he's got his principles that he wants to work on. Can you really work on him at this stage of the season, especially are, with this group of players who are, are so demoralised? But they're leaking goals. I mean, they've, they've conceded 64 goals, the most of any club in, in Premier League history after 28 games. And And I just, for me, I thought to myself, you know how Villa are going to line up, the way they played mm-hmm. the other day when they banged in a load of goals. is going to be behind the front two. They're on a high at the moment. Mind how you go. And obviously they thought, oh, well, maybe we'll try and... I don't but know, what, what if Leeds simply don't have the players? Which I, I think is well, that was the point. They do, but they, they that don't. The point that's Bielsa. what Bielsa's thing was, wasn't Bielsa it? Bielsa was, you've, you've taken a lot of what would otherwise be championship players and you've moulded them and created a system which, which creates... You've chucked in a few others like Rafinha and... And, and a few mm. others that would be of, of Premier League quality, but they're, but they're in, in in deep trouble. Not as much trouble though as Watford, who managed to lose four nil against a side who don't like to score a lot of goals, despite the, the decent season they're having. But so that's eleven percent of Wolves' goals came last night. Yeah, there you wow. go. I mean, that's that's the thing. Leeds Some have, of their goals, Andy. Leeds have oh. the excuse of Villa being in a very good place and. Mm. Coutinho absolutely walking on water at the moment, and Matty Cash actually, <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, they they paid dearly for every little error that they made. But whereas, I, I mean, Wolves, I, I couldn't have dreamt of a better fixture. Having said that, the Ruben Neves goal is magnificent. Yeah, Some have described gorgeous. it as Cantona-esque. Fish. It's a little bit he over-celebrated though, didn't he? Antonov didn't celebrate when he chipped Lionel Perez. Different well, I, I don't, I don't I know. He, he did Wolves, celebrate. Wolves don't have a collar on the current kit, do they? Oh, I don't know. No. So, so no, that, that, like, that could yeah. be the issue there. I yeah. Right. I mean, the collar did a lot of heavy lifting in that. Yeah. I, I, it was I such a it was, it was such a lovely finish. And the thing about the celebration is someone who doesn't like celebrating, even Ruben Neves was carried away. Wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so, That's true, yeah. That is a gorgeous... But the, the, the potent one was... Fucking embarrassing. I know, like, everyone, mm. like, you know, Ben Foster, lovely man. What a YouTube channel, this, that, and the other. But that was trash. He's so bad at, with the bullets for him. Well, and then, yeah, I, 
it, it's it's so frustrating. And when when Hodgson went there, people thought, "Oh, hang on a minute, can he?" I think only you thought that. No, no, Luke said that. He said he thought Watford would now stay up, <sighs> didn't he? And then I remember not here to defend himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll just chuck him under the bus. <laughs> uh, well, I, but I, no, I think some people because some people said, and Andy, you thought this wouldn't have been a terrible idea with Newcastle when they were in a bit of bother. They the, the people thought, why not Hodgson until the, the end mm. of the season to steady the ship and, and so on? And uh, obviously, you know, their fortunes have have been a, a little bit. I bought a goal from Bruno Guimaraes without getting uh, oh, sidetracked, your goodness. man. But but yeah. but yeah, I don't think it was ridiculous to suggest well Hodgson could sort of weave his magic. I mean, the things that they're three points from safety, but Everton do have a fair few games in hand on them. But then they're four points off Leeds United. Leeds have lost their last six. By the way, and they play uh, Norwich next, though, don't they? Leeds. Uh, yeah, goodness knows what what will happen there. So it really is all to play for uh, at the bottom uh, of the Premier League, as it always is. And Brentford versus Burnley is another one, which is which is quite crucial. Now Brentford have you know they won their last game, uh, of course, which was which was a huge win. Uh, Burnley do have two games in hand on Brentford, but they're six points behind them. So you'd definitely rather have the points, Andy. I think we can all agree <laughs> at there. that end of the table. No um, question. Some are dubbing this the James Tarkovsky derby. Interesting. Are you one of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Killjoy. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think of this one, Vish? Uh, ben Mee won't be back in the fold for Burnley. Uh, he'll be a bit of a loss. Um, I mean, other than that, you know, what, what sort of team news, team news are you looking at ahead of this fixture? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I genuinely don't know. What a weird question. <laughs> The uh, the thing I, I do wonder, though, <laughs> is that, like, Burnley have been playing very differently mm. in you know since January, since signing Weghorst, yeah. I suppose. It's given them a different kind of focus of attack in the way that, you know, he's much better on it, with the ball at his feet than, than Chris would. And it does seem to be that they're trying to play towards that. Um, I Don't disrespect I, Chris Wood after he nodded one in last night. Yeah, well done. Well done, Chris Woods. There you go. Carry on. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Um, Newcastle fans. Yeah, I suppose. Carry on with your... With they'll, your be done with, they'll be done with him by May. Carry on with Chelsea your, can have him when they're in the Vanarama. Carry on with it's your, unfortunate with if you're your, a Newcastle fan how they've played themselves their way out of the relegation chat, haven't they? Yeah, and but they, they signed Chris Wood, played themselves out of the relegation chat so early, they're like, oh, he's still here. <laughs> I thought you'd. I thought as soon as we go, you just you'd take the hint, mate. Come on, but, carry on with your muggy little Burnley chat. <laughs> but so my fear is that Brentford will will be too conservative in this game, which I th- which I actually think this new iteration of Burnley will actually quite like. Well, yeah, I mean, we're interested to see how Brentford do. You think they'll be a little bit conservative because pressure has been mounting on Thomas Frank, which I, I mean I understand in one sense, but in another sense, he's been so good. For Brentford, and and they are six points ahead of Burnley. But I think it's mounting in the sense that this is a pressurised situation to be in, rather than people looking and thinking you're going to lose your job. If okay, you yeah, maybe that's, that's maybe the difference. He did say this week that he loves how cool it is to be Brentford boss, um, but he he did also say the day I get sacked, I'll next be travelling. So it's almost a bit like, well, well he will have to leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, like, that's like a Gordon Strachan answer, isn't it? Totally. Where are you yeah. going now? Oh, to the car park, to my car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, did, it? Um, he, he did go backpacking around Australia and South America in uh, in the year 2000 with his wife, which is quite nice. But he won't be doing that again, presumably. Well, you never know, Andy. You never know. It'd be, cheap, it'd be cheaper, wouldn't it? Yeah, true enough. Yeah. Um, Andy, I think you're just looking at me as if to say, hurry up and talk about Manchester United versus Spurs, <laughs> rather than uh, what's in Thomas Frank's backpack. Uh, Antonio Conte said that his expectations have become higher after Spurs beat Everton 5-0. He's setting himself up for a fall. How um, unlike him to I mean, live Ever- the emotions of oh, the last game so intensely. Antonio, it's like he's in euphoria. <laughs> like his emotions are all over the place. <laughs> well, um, there was a bit of talk, obviously, uh, that Conte was apparently considered by Manchester United for the job, although Gary Neville certainly rubbished that or tried to on the weekend when Michael Richards would say they might have gone for him. Nonsense, that. Yeah, well, Conte, As in Neville's comments were nonsense. I, I completely yeah. agree with, with, with what you're saying. Uh, Conte said, uh, Solskjaer's sacking happened after I'd signed for, for Spurs, but honestly, I'm so focused on the Tottenham job that I didn't read this. <laughs> okay, well... So he says that like someone said, uh, no, I, I definitely messaged you about it. No, you, oh, shit, sorry. I rep- I, damn. You should have missed, you've messaged the Thursday group. It went into my junk. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Spurs could overtake Manchester United with a win 
at Old Trafford, uh, of course. More reports of disharmony in the Old Trafford dressing room this week. <laughs> Bitterness towards certain players who are featuring regularly under Rangnick, leading to one member of the squad being labelled a teacher's pet, apparently. I mean, that's never happened under any coach. No, I was going to say that, all, that is so, such a common... You who could say is that it? About, you could Let's say that about absolutely who it is. everyone, couldn't Fish, you? Who's your money on for the teacher's pet? Oh, McTominay. Fr- yeah, I knew you were going to say McTominay. Who's reckon Andy? Bruno Falange? Yeah. I, I reckon Jaden Sancho's got a bit of teacher's pet about him. Do you think? Harry, Mag- Harry Maguire? No, Jaden Sancho's too, you know, short tie. You know, uh, the... Um, peanut. The peanut tie with a big fat, um, you know, bottom of the tie to be uh, to be a teacher's pet. Yeah, Bart Simpson tattoo as well. you got to bear that in mind. Are you joking? No. What's the, what, what, what? He's got a Bart Simpson tattoo. What does it look he? like? <laughs> like Bart Simpson <laughs> no like what's Bart Simpson doing in it I, I don't know I, I, I don't know off, off from memory I mean presumably if I was going to get a tattoo of Bart Simpson mm. it would be him with a catapult you know the iconic one you've got yeah. to go for the classics right? yeah I would say so I would say, I'd get Grandpa Simpson oh, that's, it's not just Bart Simpson it's all the Simpsons what on the couch no all stood up someone's holding a crossbow <laughs> He's gone too far with a crossbow. Yeah, I think Maggie's holding a crossbow. Oh no! Wow. Well, there we are. My word. Yeah, I don't um, think so. It's yeah, him. so I don't um, think it's him. It's <laughs> certainly not Cristiano Ronaldo, who was who, who posted a picture of himself training on his Instagram and said he was eager to get back on the pitch. Um, it it seems that his hip hip problem hip um, replacement is, is that old. <laughs> 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 it seems that his hip problem last weekend emerged only after he was told by Ragnick that he'd be used as a sub. That's what some are suggesting. Then he was off back to Portugal. I mean, that's we, that's we a little all, Sunday league, isn't it? Left, left a, out the 11 and you limp hello, hello, back, hello. To the, back to the changing room. We've all had a dicky back when we've been asked to lift heavy things. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the, the thing is, would we say that United <clears throat> are so far from being in a position to get in that fourth spot? Really, in terms of the way they're playing at the moment, this to me feels like working towards the Atletico Madrid tie as much as anything else. Andy, if Manchester United finish... Because Arsenal are going to have to really drop the ball from here to not get fourth. If Manchester United finish fourth in the Premier League this season, it will be an absolute stain and disgrace on the Premier League. (laughs) Do you know what was as bad a stain on the Premier League? Go on. Manchester United finishing second last season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. We need to clean up this league, damn it all. Um, You could argue that uh, that's what the first half chat was largely about. But anyway, um, we have seen Conte go with his favoured back three often this season. He likes a back three, we do know that. Um, He absolutely loves it, doesn't he? Another man who likes a back three is uh, Palmeira coach Abel Ferreira, who was elaborating on defending uh, with three at the back this week. He said... It's like having sex. Sometimes it's in the kitchen. Other times it's in the bedroom. Other times in the bathroom. But it always has the same end goal. It's the same when constructing our back three. I mean, if you've actually seen Palmeiras play mm. under Abel, it's about as far from sex as you can possibly imagine. Mm, very interesting, Andy. It is interesting. I mean, <laughs> having sex in the kitchen isn't practical. Uh, not with your cooking. <laughs> I mean, turn off all the hobs. <laughs> Why are you doing it with fire around? Yeah, exactly. Why is it in the microwave? Jobs are good. We'll be eating in five minutes. <laughs> but also... <laughs> the thing I don't get about this is that he you, he uh, just wants to relay the fact that he has yeah. sex in the kitchen, He's sex everywhere. in the bedroom and sex in the bathroom yeah. because it doesn't make any sense. What rooms? No. The end goal is the same. It's it's the same when constructing our back three. Doesn't matter. How do you approach it the same way? <laughs> Does it give you the horn? Are you worried about satisfying one of the people you picked in mm. your back three? Yeah, it's I, a nonsense. I, 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 mind boggles. The mind simply boggles. Gentlemen, we must move on to Betway's Four to Score for everybody's sake. Uh, entry to Betway's Four to Score is free each week, of course. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's Four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. In game one, it's Chelsea versus Newcastle United on Sunday at 2 pm. Vish, who are you going for? I'm going for Mason Mount. Okay. Yeah. Scored a lovely goal, of course. He did. Norwich. And you think he's going to score possibly a lovely goal against Newcastle, but he's going to score the first goal. That is the crucial bit of information. Game two, Everton versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, also at 2 pm on Sunday. Andy, who have you gone for? Raul Jimenez, back on the goal trail. Yes. It's also sort of uh, in the ramble, we like to choose him for first goal scorer often. He was first goal scorer 
against Watford. Can he do exactly. it again against Everton? And he seems to think so. In game three, West Ham versus Aston Villa, uh, Jim Campbell has this to say. Hello, it's Jim here. I'm out in the wild. Don't tell anyone. Uh, so for four to score this week, I've got West Ham against Aston Villa. And I am going to go for the man of the moment, Philippe Coutinho, because he has just absolutely changed things at Villa. Uh, he's got them all ticking and I think he's going to score, maybe even from long range. So yeah, West Ham against Aston Villa, Philippe Coutinho. Love that, Jim. Love that sounds that. fun. Where is he? Yeah. Doesn't it? He said, don't tell anybody, so presumably he's in one of his secret locations with everybody else by the sounds of the background. <laughs> Game four, Arsenal versus Leicester City, Sunday at 4.30pm. I am picking Harvey Barnes. Ooh. I like that. Very direct. Yeah. Harvey Barnes. I think he'll score the first, but I think Arsenal will win the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to this game. I'll yeah, let you know you how it pans out. Yeah, well, I, yeah, because I'll not be able to find out otherwise, <laughs> will I? Yeah. Uh, I'll read it in the paper like Antonio Conte. <laughs> oh, it's I a misprint. I will send word to the others. Please do. Please do. Uh, so there we are. Chelsea versus Newcastle United in game one. Vish has gone for Mason Mount. Game two, Everton versus Wolves. And he's picked Ralph Jimenez. Game three, West Ham versus Aston Villa. Jim has gone for Philip Coutinho. And in game four, Arsenal versus Leicester City, I have picked Harvey Barnes. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. You can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18 and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to begambleaware.org. Right, everybody, it's time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. This is why we're all buggered, to use a different <laughs> word. Oh, everybody, it's Marcus's game. Come on. After putting Andy and Vish to the sword, I'm back in the chair to see these two beautiful heavyweights face off each other. Vish, have you got anything to say for yourself? This is just the worst version of the game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> At least when Jim does it, Jim does the proper game. Uh-huh. I want to be different. And he knows it's the worst version yeah, of the game, he does. but he enjoys it. Yeah. Andy, don't you start. I was about to give you a point head start there. No, you weren't. I was. <laughs> Why don't you give yourself a point? I don't need to. Got them all last week and the week before, didn't I? <laughs> did you? I did, yeah. I beat you. Was that last week? Yeah. Yeah. It's all ancient history now, isn't it? You're only as good as the latest. That, that, that was the worst version of last time on Marcus's game. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Marcus's game, Skip. of course. It was Jim's game. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> add a little bit of spice to that. <laughs> okay, everybody. Marcus's game. We're doing managers, of course, much to Vish's uh, uh, delight. And, of course, with managers, if they have managed a country, uh, that counts. If they've managed a B team, an under-21s team, that doesn't count. If they have been interim manager, that does count. If they've been assistant, that doesn't count. You know the rules. Here we go. I do now. Yes. Um... <laughs> Just hurry up and get your shitty little game off the way. We start the weekend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! This is, look, the key is in the lock for the weekend, okay? And I, I've jumped out the window, No, mate. you haven't. I've jumped out the window. You and your mum. I'm tearing down, tearing down the street uh-huh. with some of my possessions. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that aren't incriminating. Uh, Vish, you can go first, as you've been such a knob. Um, <laughs> this man has managed five teams in his career. It's Brian Clough. Brian bloody Clough. Yeah. Do you get that Friday feeling when a Brian Clough walks your way? How many have you got, Brovnik? I've got three. Three, not a bad bit at all, Andy Brassel. Can you beat that? I've definitely got four. Jesus Christ. Just yes, you can. Yes. Just say yes, Andy. <laughs> Don't try and batter me down. I've definitely got four. Can I really, really... You, you said you only have three. I've definitely got four. Yes, Let sir. me think if I can do five. <laughs> Andy, can I hear four or five indeed from you? Okay, so you don't want to go for five. Well, hang on. What are you saying? Vish will respond when no, you... I've, I've, I've said four. So you're going for four. You can bid five. I can, but I'm going to go for four. So you're going for Because four. you've bullied me into it. Right. I fucked up. I should have got you to do five. <laughs> and Vish, can I hear five from you? No. See, I reckon you have dropped the ball a little bit there, only saying three. I reckon you could do all five, but do you want to do all five? You definitely know. No, because Brian Clough is the kind of manager, if you get Andy's it wrong, definitely got all four. people on the internet will get annoyed at you for. Okay, Andy, okay. far away, four teams Brian Clough managed. Forest. But we want full names, but I'll give you that. Derby. County. Thank you. 
He said Forest Green, didn't he? <laughs> Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Leeds United. Yeah, absolutely, it's 1-0 to Andy Is Brassel. Middlesbrough the other one? Hartlepool United. Ah, see, I didn't have it. Hartlepool's. Oh, I fucked myself there. Why, I, why did I bully him into doing only four? Yeah, indeed. Uh, okay, Coward. it's 1-0 to Andy Brassel. Uh, Andy, you're up first with this man who, surprisingly, has only managed five teams himself. thought he would have done a few more, but it's, it is five. Gordon Strachan. Gordon Strachan. The aforementioned Gordon Strachan. Gordon, we, can we have a quick word? Aye, velocity. Remember that one? Um, Andy, how many of Gordon Strachan's five teams can you name? Oh, there's, there's, there's the teeth. There's the tips of the teeth. What you got, bruv? Four. Four! Oh. And it's killed Vish. It has killed him. Vish, can I hear five from you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do it. Are you going for five? I might as well do five. <clears throat> All right, then. Well, then, Andy, you have to sit back and watch Vish try and get a 147 break here. Go on, then. I'll fire away. Go on, Strachan's teams. <laughs> so Celtic, Southampton, Coventry City, Scotland. I don't know the other one. Um, you have a guess. I would encourage you to do what? Like, have a guess. Yeah, no, I will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> when you go, oh, I don't know the other one. It's like, <laughs> well, fine. That's keep that within your head, and then just have a go. Gordon Strachan. What does he look like? Gordon Strachan. Who would he manage? What is it? What does he? Come does on, he like just have a manage? guess. I think he'd look amazing in the Ivory Coast tracksuit. Oh, only certain balding yeah, smoothies exactly. can get away from that. Exactly. Not that Strachan's a balding smoothie. Come on. Who did he manage? Who else did he manage? Do you want me to tell you? Because if I have to, it means you don't get the point. Just guess a bloody team. Where, but where would I guess the team? From what region would they? From football. From the globe. You have, come on. Get on with it. Um, who would he manage? Who does he look like he manages? Would he have also managed Derby County? Middlesbrough. Oh, for fuck, I didn't know that. You dickhead. 2-0 <laughs> to Andy Brassel. <clears throat> Vish. You've got a chance You're here. You're such a cunt. Why didn't you just tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> don't, be, don't be abusive, okay? But you've got a chance here to get back into the game. You need oh. this, otherwise you're out. And you're up. This man has managed 13 teams. Jesus Christ. It's Gus Hiddink. Now, with Ooh. your dick advocate ex exploits the other week, come on, you can do this. Do it and let them see you do it. Goose. Show at footballramble.com. I don't want to be there. Oh, wrong one. Vish, um, how many of Goose Hiddink's teams can you name? He's had 13. What is your opening bid? Goose Hiddink. Yeah, that, that's what I said. Your opening bid, come on. Um, come on, six. That's I think that's good. I'm impressed with that. Andy, is that the sweet spot? Yeah, I think it is. I've got six. Andy, can I hear seven? Are you going to go for another one? You tune it up. Why not showboat a bit? I, I I don't think I can. I haven't. I I've 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 drawn a bit of a club blank. Okay. So then, Vish, to stay in the game, can you name six teams that Gus Hiddink has managed in his? Very impressive career. South Korea. Yep. <clears throat> Chelsea. Australia. Netherlands. Gets a little bit trickier from here on in. <laughs> Final? Let me see. Let me see. Has he managed? I've got, it's, it's, the trouble is, there's a list of the anticipation that's killing everybody. Andy Brassel wins. Oh, uh, Andy breathes a huge sigh. Of I was going to so I was going to guess Russia. Had he also managed yeah. Russia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievably, and, I didn't have Australia or Netherlands. I always forget the obvious ones. Started at PSV. Won them the the, the oh, treble. Yeah, I had them. I yeah, had, I had it as much. So. Uh, oh, so that, that was that was mine. There we are. Fenerbahce, Turkey. Valencia, Netherlands, Real Madrid. Valencia! Oh! Real I should have just gone with that. 
Valencia. Well, he was only there for a short time in 1994. So. But I had Valencia in my head. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Real Madrid, uh, Real Betis, South Korea, back to PSV, Australia, Russia, Chelsea, Turkey. Angie Maheshkala, Netherlands. I had Angie as well. Yeah. I crossed it out for Chelsea. Russia. Oh, Cura- mate. Curacao. Um, I could have I didn't have Australia or Netherlands, but I could have <laughs> Oh, Vish, you plonker. Uh, so I had thrown I, it all away. I, I panicked because I was like, shit, actually, was that Dick Advocate? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Vish, you see. Because it, it's always Russia and then a Russian club. If you'd yes. have used your brain to focus well, on the game first. instead of being abusive towards me, you might not have buggered that up, you little loser. Um, anyway, we've got two more. We might as well play it just to see if Andy could win 5 0. <laughs> Don't throw things at me. It's, it's very, very unbecoming. Uh, it's better to get the paper than the pen, I reckon, if he's going to throw something at you. That's a good idea. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, that's, that's a bit like saying, well, you know, he only slapped you. He could have punched you. Um, Andy, 10 teams. Shit, I need a piece of paper. 10 teams. <laughs> don't worry. You don't care. You didn't need the paper. It didn't work for you anyway. 10 teams uh, that uh, Owen Coyle has managed. 10? Yeah. 10? 10 teams. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Take it from me. There are definitely ones in there that you will no be getting. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go for four. That's a good bid. Which involves a couple of guesses. Well, you've given your hand to Vish, but it doesn't matter because you've already won Vish. What about you, pal? Might as well do five. Yeah. I don't think you have the facilities for that, man. Andy, can I hear six from nope, you? Okay, you Vish. <laughs> Here he goes. Here goes the scattergun approach from Vitush and Hantaraja. Five teams that Owen Coyle has managed. Burnley. Blackburn. Northern Ireland. No. Have you got that? I don't know. Did he manage Hibs? Uh, Falkirk. Um, St Johnston, Burnley, Bolton, Wigan, Houston Dynamo. Bolton, Black- fucking hell. Blackburn Rovers, Ross County, Chenelin, I'll say that, and uh, Jams Headpour. I'm sure I've mispronounced that. So it's four. You haven't actually, Jams Headpour, yeah. Okay. Right then, the final manager of today's Marcus's game is a man who's managed seven teams. It's Phil Brown. Phil fucking Brown. Big Philly styles all in it. Getting jiggy with it. Can I hear your opening bed? A bed? (laughs) Can I hear your opening bid, please, sir? Phil Brown. Yeah, Phil Brown. Yeah. Three? I think that's a good bid. Andy? Yeah, I think it's a good bid. You having it? I've, I've... I've got three. I feel like I've got a fourth on the tip of my tongue. But why, not, why not have a go? Andy? I'm not going to get there because I genuinely don't know it. You, but you've won the game, Andy. Who cares? Have a little spectacle effort. If you want me to give him, if you want me to give him a point, just say I fucking do four. Do you want to do four? Yeah, I'll do four. Uh, can I hear five from you, Vish? Um, nah. Okay. For once, your uh, wisdom. I've guessed though. myself into this. I was hole. about to say, for once, your wisdom yeah. kicks in. Okay, so four teams of uh, Phil Brown's seven teams that he's managed far away: Southend United, Bottom Wanderers, Hull City, and this is where it gets tricky. I am. Come on, gonna say Hartlepool United. I understand no. why you went for that. I understand, but that is incorrect. Uh, Bolton Wanderers, caretaker manager, back in the late 90s. Derby County, Hull City. Derby, fuck. Yeah, shit. Preston North End, South End United, Swindon Town, Hyderabad, obviously, uh, and uh, obviously went back to South End. So there it is. Uh, 4-1 to Andy, or 3-0, to put it another way. Vish, you disgraced yourself again. It's a, it's a terrible game. What have you got to say for yourself other than that? I hate it. Did you enjoy your, your time playing Marcus's game? No, Would you never. Three? Yeah, one, <laughs> two, three. Right, this is a disgrace. No, th- I'm not turning the key. No weekend for you two. Everybody else, come with me. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Rabble Preview Show sponsored by Betway. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us everybody um, shame about Andy and Vicious behaviour at the end there but don't worry we'll, uh, we'll we'll fix them up over the weekend and hopefully next week they'll be back brighter shinier and more professional uh, Andy thank you very much I think what you've done is a disgrace <laughs> Vitush and Antaraja thank you I suppose I'll uh, speak to you on Sunday about the uh, updates from the Arsenal Leicester game I will look forward to don't that don't you worry thank you everybody enjoy your weekend 
Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save 